Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to the Relic Grind, Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV slash Square Enix podcast. It's Thursday evening. We're doing the show live. Twitch.tv slash Ready Check Radio. If you're not following, you should be. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit that like and that subscribe button. Tell all your friends. Get them all over here. Hundreds and thousands of people in chat right now. The numbers can't even know. There's, there's like a dozen. Or so. <laughs> We want to see you there for a show live. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We also do Snowbound on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, if you like World of Warcraft and Blizzard stuff. And if you're just into gaming in general and controversial news that we're going to argue about, that's on Saturdays with Gaming Gumbo at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can come straight to the website and get uh, all the information for the shows. And everybody that volunteers and streams, huge team back here supporting the, the, uh, the site. Well, what the hell? I forgot the episode number overlay. Boop. It's missing. Boop. Not there. Boop. Because I didn't make it. Boop. Because I was rushing. I've put up like four videos today. Yeah. So uh, enjoy episode 17 without a lower third that says episode seven, uh, 17. It's been 17 episodes, Tarkov. Hey, How good. are you? I know. I'm still emotionally distraught over last Saturday night's events on Dragon Quest XI. I think I need counseling. Very sad. It was. Uh, it's emotional. I mean, we don't want to spoil anything. It is an older game at this point, but I guess, sure, we still won't do spoilers. Still fresh in my heart. Yeah. Still fresh in my heart. Somehow you managed to not have it spoiled, so <laughs> I'm sure there are others to, out there. I had to pause the street or the stream, take a break, compose myself for the rest of the stream. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Looking like he's a little a little emotional too. Adam Lane, aka Kronos. What's up, Adam? Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. <clears throat> I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah I mean I yeah. I think if you're that emotional over Dragon Quest, like Nier Automata might break you. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Or or, <laughs> or you're gonna be like severely confused. There's not gonna be an in between. It's gonna be or, like one of those two things. Or a little both, maybe? maybe. Could be could probably be yeah, both. A little little from column A, little from column B. All right, well, we got some Final Fantasy XIV news. We'll go through that first. Uh, you know, a little controversy over the last four to eight days been brewing and evolving, and so we're going to keep you... We're going to bring you as current as we can with the anticipation that this will probably evolve a little further down the line, but not very quickly. Ferris, thank you so much for the resub. Your five-month streak It is much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, and now that's a recorded forever on the YouTube video. And there you go. Everybody on Spotify listening to the audio version, Ferris has just subbed for five months. They are on a five-month streak. You should, too. Come on over, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Um, but before we get there, I should mention um, Final Fantasy fourteen masks are now a thing. Did you guys? Did you guys see this today? I had uh, official. I, I saw one. On the, yeah, I saw one on the store when I was uh, perusing uh, FanFest stuff. Yeah, they are an official thing. Like everybody's been doing bootleg Final Fantasy masks and shit like that for months now, right? But officially yeah. now, I mean, maybe a little late to this train. I think 
God willing, right? Maybe a little late to this train. Yeah. Um, but I, I like how they're very muted. They're very, you know, understated. I prefer that. It's just a black mask with the Realm Reborn logo and Final Fantasy fourteen on one side. And then there's another one that's uh, white or, or like a beige. It's an off-white maybe with the class symbols on it very very small mm. i think that they're classy like if a mask classy. could possibly classy. be classy <laughs> these would be classy final like if you're gonna wear video game paraphernalia and have it be classy adam these these would fit the bill these would fit the bill yeah i might buy the job one the job Maybe. one's pretty yeah. slick it almost looks like a uh like like what is it a louis vuitton like, because from a distance, <laughs> all you can see is like these diagonal patterns of and little insignias on the diagonals, and you're like, "What are those?" And you get closer, and you can tell it's the class uh, insignias. But yeah, pretty nice, pretty nice. Get one for each healer, and I'll rotate them. <laughs> Jeez, where's my sage one? I gotta put my sage mask on. It's Friday. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Start having days of the week masks. Oh, I don't want to live in this world anymore. Um, this world sucks. <laughs> if I start having days of the week masks, I'm I'm done. Uh, One of you can you can own Ready Check Radio. I'm out of here. <laughs> wow. This is my Tuesday mask. Oh shit! What is wrong with me? Uh, okay, let's get to some Final Fantasy 14 news, actual news, and then we're gonna talk about just some like our favorites uh things either of you like in in into rp like into role-playing inside I like, like i know we've all done dungeons and dragons and you know various tabletop games where we've probably rp'd sure. you know uh, a bit more uh, than we do in you know say final fantasy 14 i've never really been an rp'er in a video game whether it be wow or final fantasy 11 or 14 that's never really been me I, honestly i've never even tried it it just doesn't i don't know even i'm an actor on stage it, in front of a camera a magician mm -hmm. i'm always goofing around and being somebody else that i'm not uh in those things but then you sit me at a computer screen where nobody can see me and i'm like this is goofy i don't want to do this <laughs> <laughs> But hey, I understand it's for other people and totally get it. And in fact, I watch people role play. I think that's exciting and fun in in some regards. Adam, are you have you ever been or a little bit or tried or what what's your RP cred, if any? I, I would say it's pretty much zero. Like even when I played D and D like back in the day, I was that guy that just like cared about the stats and the dice rolls. That's that's me. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everybody I, else I, is like, I stand with the sun at my back and cast fireball at the feet of the goblins. And Adam's like, I rolled a six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, like my I don't care about my characters' like backstory or whatever. I mean, obviously, if I'm, if I'm playing like a story-driven game, I care about those things being like told to me. But um, but yeah, like, and and when it comes to fourteen, especially, like, I don't, I haven't created like some crazy extravagant backstory for my character. I'm just there to kind of play the game as it's given to me but i i you know the people that play it that way that's it's good for them and you know i've i definitely followed all this stuff that's, that we're about to talk about like pretty closely but yeah it, you know it's not my thing it's very sure. interesting tark what about you where's your where's your rp cred uh it stays at, at the tabletop you know i played some mech warrior and 
played some D&D, but I've never done, like you say, anything in-game. I, I play the game to play the game. I totally get all the RPers and want to use this world that's been designed to uh, have a social contracts with other people and do things that bring life into this world. That's cool. Um, I've heard that there's been plays put out in people's homes. It's awesome. I just, it's not for me. That's fine. Yeah, I've like, and I'm not joking. I've watched RP live streams. I've watched RP YouTube videos. Some, you know, some come off exactly what like somebody who's never RP'd thinks it is. And it's just very cringy, right? But there are some out there that it's just like super well done. And they're just like telling their own damn story. And I get caught up in this story and I'm like, well, that's Azeroth or, or that's Limsa Laminsa or that's whatever. But in the concept of their story, it's not, you know, and it's something totally mm -hmm. different and things have different meaning. And it's very easy to get caught up in people that enjoy doing that. And just it comes naturally. They've worked hard to, to do it. So I think it can be entertaining even if you're not in to actually doing RP yourself in an MMO. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Now give me They're a fucking ones. cape. I'll go LARP outside with you. That's no, I got no problem. But for some yeah, reason when that. I'm sitting at the computer, I'm like, this feels goofy. I don't want to do this, but I'll watch, <laughs> which maybe that's even weirder. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Such a weirdo. Mr. I'm not going to RP, but I'll watch you RP. <laughs> the, the one thing I will say is if you're the person that's in dungeons that has text macros for every single one of your buttons, I will leave. In an instant. <laughs> like, I support you to do all your stuff on your own time, but. Please don't be that person. Please. I do remember, though, the first time I saw that, I was in Final Fantasy XI, and it was on things like uh, Rays and stuff like that. And I thought Provokes. that was super cool. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I would never do that, but that's awesome. I don't mind the ones that are like, you know, have kind of a, like, Provoke serves a separate purpose, and so does Rays, right? Like, you want to let your, know, your party members know, even if you have some kind of weird thing to it, it's fine. But when, like, your combos have macros on them, like, please stop. See, that doesn't bother me oh, until <laughs> they start linking sounds to them. Uh, and ding, then, ding. then I'm out. Then I'm out. I'm like, okay, you went from entertaining to annoying in, like, six seconds flat. Uh, please, please don't do that. There's enough noises I'm listening for. <laughs> you know, like the bongos? The right. bongos sound? <laughs> Well, so the RP community in Final Fantasy had, uh, you know, a bit of a, a gasoline spill over the mm. last week. This was this was kind of breaking just as we were doing last week's show. So I, I, technically we could have brought it up last week, but it would have been, we don't really know what's going on besides what some people on the internet said. So now we've held off, and I'm glad we did. I'm glad I didn't add it last week because uh, I, I did debate it. Uh, but now we have a little more of the full picture. I'm going to say it's not necessarily all that flattering a picture for Square Enix. No. Um, and could be indicative, could be indicative of a bigger problem, uh, totally independent of RP. But where this kind of started, to give you, uh, catch you up if you're not aware, um, there was an incident with a um an rp player who was using the party finding tool under the other tab to advertise for people that wanted to rp 
And I think this would be an appropriate time, gentlemen, to make a clear distinction between RP and ERP. Yes. Let's make a clear distinction right here off of the two, uh, of between the two. Between role-playing and one is not yeah, electronic. Like, electronic. One is not electronic, electronic. Right? Well, I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, you could buy that stuff. But um, one, <laughs> that's a joke for the adults. Um, <laughs> uh, Where are you looking for? Erotic? Erotic role play. Right, right. We're not talking about ERP. Now, ERP is going to enter this discussion a little bit when we get there on what happened and why. This player in, in particular, based on all the information shown in screenshots and given, was not of the ERP variety, was of the RP variety. Let's go be wizards, not let's go be porn stars. With me? <laughs> With me? Difference we're, between we're, the two. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're using the, the party finder in the other tab to find like-minded fellows in the world of Eorzea that would like to RP and uh, ends up in the GM jail for this. Ends up in the GM jail. And we have screenshots of the entire conversation. I'm not gonna read you the entire conversation. The gist of it ends up being that they were in jail and getting a warning, no banning or anything, just getting a warning for this is not what the party finder is for. This is, uh, the party finder is for content doing dungeons, stuff like that. As you've noted above, we have no issue with players RPing. It is just the manner in which it is being advertised since having listings like that in the party finder can make it more difficult for other players to use it for the intended purpose. Keep in mind that they were in the other mm. tab, by the way, the other tab. Yeah, which, which seems appropriate. Uh. The player says, I see I was not aware of this as it has been used this way since I started playing over a year ago. It was not my intent to misuse it, but other is a very broad term. Don't you agree? GM replies, it is, but that is partially why you are only being issued a warning this evening. I fully believe you had no intention of doing anything proper. I just wanted to address this with you so that you might avoid further issue. I am obligated to inform you, though. Should this occur again in the future, you are far more likely to receive a more serious punishment instead of simply a verbal warning like this. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me about this, as the, the player goes on. Um, before I uh, document that we were able to speak, was there anything else you'd like to ask? And the player says, no, fine. You know, we'll utilize, try to utilize other ways to, to find our peers. First off, let's stop there. Thoughts, gentlemen, on this. This is not the first player to have had this happen. It was not the last. They were not from their own words, right? I don't have screenshots of this, but from their own words, the advertisement in Party Finder was not breaking any other terms of service, which some ERP recruiter people have broken the terms of service by advertising in very, let's say, explicit terms that should yeah. not uh, be in that box. But this player, I don't believe, was. Uh, they give no indication. 
And in fact, they do speak out and say that's not what we were doing. It wasn't ERP. Uh, hell, some dude looking for a buddy to go fishing with got caught up in this as well and received this same type of warning. Before we get to the warning part of this, initial reactions to the overall happenings here, Tark? Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's just it's just stupid. Uh, content in the game, yes, there's squared uh, defined content. But then there should be a, a, a space in, for people to feel comfortable making their own content, doing what they want to in the space that's provided. As long as it's not harassing or interfering in other people's gameplay, I don't see a problem with it. So why this is all of a sudden popping up is kind of ridiculous. Um, and I know people have been RPing for years and years and years. Party Finder has been the main tool for a lot of those years. And the other tab, it seems to be the appropriate place because it doesn't meet any of the other criteria. So you put it in the other tab. I don't see why this is even happening. It's stupid. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of where I land, Kronos. It's like, well, if the party other tab, the party finder other tab isn't the place for this, what is? Like, <laughs> yeah, or, I, I had... better question, if this doesn't fit the category of other, what does? <laughs> right. Yeah, I had seen a, quite a few things. Like some somebody people were saying like they wanted people to use the friendship finder and all that stuff. The fellowship. Um, yeah, the fellowship like finder. like I think like only really Japan uses that because that's like a, a tool outside the game essentially to like find people in game. I mean, they've been doing this for a long time, so like just to kind of do it, like just it seemed like they just picked a random day to start banning people, and then there was a lot of stuff that happened. But like yeah, like you guys said, like I mean, I don't think these people are doing anything wrong. Um, they're just trying to find a community inside the game that they can like hang with. And if party finders, the way they do that, as long as they're not putting it in other, like, you know, like the raid tab, like the people that do that, I, they're like annoy me. But like, if you're in the other tab or whatever, yeah, do whatever you want. Well, Milk really saying, considering how relatively tame this incident is compared to other things that happen in MMOs, I would say that it reflects well on Final Fantasy that this is a controversy. Uh, and while it is, uh, you're making a fair point. Uh, in a vacuum, uh, it is actually a systemic problem that Square Enix has had since day one with Final yeah. Fantasy XIV. And that is a very loose interpretation of its own rules uh, with, 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 in regards to player behavior, whether it be something like this. We have seen it on many, many other things as well throughout the years. Um, not only are players confused by the rules often uh, but the people enforcing the rules seem to be either confused as much as players are Tark or downright interpreting them the way they want to without any clear guidance until after the fact uh, after something blows up and blow up this did I told you they spilled gasoline that story that I just relayed to you pretty much lit the match that was on this. Again, not the first, not the last, but took to Reddit, gained some traction, took to the forums. Uh, some other people took to the forums with the same similar stories. And then this is where it twists a little bit. Turns out, as you dig into these stories, they all seem to trace back to two specific GMs. 
not a broad misunderstanding across the GM base, but two specific GMs. It also led to concerns about, wait, if I'm getting a warning, like, is that, do, do I now have a warning on my account? And yeah. how long do those warnings last? And how, how can I appeal them? You know, there is an appeals process, but I'll tell you flat out right now, for as much as I've played this game since the day it came out, and as many shows as I have been on covering this game, I don't know what the appeals process is. I, I know there is one. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I think those warnings stay on your account forever. Well, they do. A lot of people forever. think that, yeah. But we, we've, we haven't 100% confirmed that, but that's the general consensus is that they are there and that's it. You have to appeal them to try and get them taken off of the account. And these weren't people that were doing anything wrong. Yeah. Now, again, difference, if you're ERPing and you are putting inappropriate things into the search fields, different story. You're breaking yep. an entirely different set of the terms of service. Uh, and that should have, that should be actioned. But Kronos, here's where it gets even better. In typical Square Enix fashion, right? They came running in with the, the fire hoses, ready to put it all out, Four days after the house burned down. <laughs> they, they were ready to put it out. And this is where it gets concerning, if you're a player. Uh, from the forums, by the way, this thread ended up spiking over 100 pages, over 1,000 posts uh, before it was locked. Greetings, everyone. Thank you for your patience while we reviewed the situation. In short, there was an internal miscommunication which led to account actions being issued incorrectly. We sincerely apologize for the concern that this has caused the community. There has not been any change in our existing policy in response to players saying, has the policy changed to be more specific about RPing in particular? And we want to assure players that our focus is on taking action against inappropriate advertisements or listings. We will work to ensure proper communication is being done within the GM team and strive to ensure quality service and operations. And here's where I kind of go bullshit. You can't call it an internal miscommunication, Tark, in my opinion, when the problem stems from two GMs. To me, a miscommunication internally would impact the judgment on this call of all GMs, not two. Sure. So I call a little bit of bullshit on there, and maybe I'm wrong and unfairly being critical, and if so, if that comes to light, I will apologize for having this viewpoint right now. Um... And I hate the the referring back, Kronos, to there has been no change in policy. Right. The policy that nobody understands because it's just vague anyway <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. It's just, yeah, that, it's just not a good look the way it was handled. So the, the problem is the Square Enix policy for 14 basically just says, if we want to, we can ban you. That's pretty much it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's right. basically what it's, it says. It's so much oh. gray. There's lots hey. of black and white written, but there's a lot of gray. Yeah, it, it's why like people in it's not just this isn't just an RP community problem. It just happened to be the house that was burning yeah. last week. 
um i mean even in the raid community right like a lot of people that mm-hmm. pug and do other stuff i mean sure there's some toxic attitudes in there and whatnot but most people just won't say anything for fear of being banned yeah like i mean i i honestly like if i'm pugging content and i see someone doing something just blatantly wrong you know like i I don't even take time to correct them unless they ask because why you know like what i'm just putting myself in harm's way because of the way the rules work and a lot of people that get banned like even when if they do say stuff like they don't even get the reason why they're banned <laughs> like they'll, they'll just be like hey we've issued a warning you exuded some kind of toxic behavior and if you ask them like what you did they'll be like well for the safety of the people that are reporting you we can't tell you what you did or what duty you were like we can't tell you any of that so it's, it's really hard. Yeah, which is one of those things that on the surface level makes a lot of sense, right? It you're, does. You're yeah. like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that if I, they tell me that, I might know. I said that to Tark. So Tark mm, must rich, have been the one that reported me. But flip side of that, to your point, Kronos, it doesn't give you the ability if you're in a situation where you're not exactly sure what you did wrong, how yeah. you rectify that, that yeah. behavior. Yeah, I mean, just like a weird example, like I've heard people got banned for like casting Holy and Limsa. It's like that's a thing that like other players can literally turn off in their menu. Like you can turn off other people's effects. You don't need to see them. You know, I mean, I, I understand that that could be kind of annoying, right? If you're sitting at Limsa and some idiot's just casting Holy 50 times. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's weird because there's really no line. There, It's hard to figure out where the line is. And it sucks for the RP community that they got hit with this, but. I, I think I know I understand where you're coming from where you think it's a little bit of BS, but we also don't know like how they function internally. Like right, we don't even know how many GMs they have, right? right. Like I mean Which is why I did put the caveat on there of if I'm being unfairly critical and I'm able to discern that in the yeah. future from information, I will apologize for this viewpoint. But as right. it stands right now, a little bit of BS. Tark, it didn't yeah. get any better though, was the problem. Because after that this forum thread just got worse. Like it just devolved from there to the point. On. Yeah. To the point that they ended up closing it while they mm-hmm. could go back and kind of change some things. Here's a follow-up post, uh, from Enkratia. Greetings. As this thread has continued in a negative manner where the discussion has given way to arguments and insults, I have quoted the response from Zizos and will be locking the thread. While the thread is locked, we will do our best to try to remove any comments in violation of our forum policies. Fair enough. Once we have done so, we will determine if this thread would be best if it remained locked or if we can reopen it to allow for continued discussion about concerns. Thanks for your understanding. I don't think generally any reasonable person would have a problem at that point. There was a lot of negativity going on, a lot that did violate the forum's own rules. It's going too fast. We need to lock it so that we can clean this up. Great. The follow-up, though, is where I'm like, eh. Greetings. While moderating the thread, we have taken the unusual step of editing the original post to remove the images with names included in them because they displayed the GM's names. While the original poster states that they received permission to use the images and the images were not used in a manner that seemed to be negative, including the names would normally be a violation of the forum policies. However, removing the first post would result in the removal of the thread, which, was, which would also remove the subsequent discussions and posts made by us. Due to these considerations, we chose to edit instead 
of remove in this one case. And we wanted to make sure the reason for editing was posted instead of editing without explanation. Should the images be edited to remove any names, they can be added back to the post. Thank you for your understanding. This part I actually do have a problem with. I think if you are a GM of a game, your name is fair game. This is the GM I yeah. dealt with, whether it's public or private, whether I'm disputing the GM's claims, which did happen here. That's how this all finishes off, by the way. We're getting there. Um, or in, in, in public, on Reddit, on the forums. It's already a hidden name. It's already a pseudonym. It isn't GM Mike Byrne, here's my address and phone number. <laughs> you already have a certain degree of anonymity behind that GM name. I don't like this because that does hide trending problems, Tark. When you yeah. start to see the same GM crop up in different issues, that can actually be beneficial for not only Square Enix, but for players too. Square's got themselves to blame for all of this. I mean, is there no vetting process? I mean, this seems to be like too biased, maybe slightly bigoted people that have something against this kind of community and targeting them when they can interpret Square's own gray area rules to their own ideas and it really turns my stomach um but square has their, themselves to blame there they have a history of keeping things their their own terms of service gray i mean just look at the act you know you can have it but just don't tell us about it, it it's yeah i don't and, like and the way square's that's a fair thing things. to bring up here like it doesn't have much to do with what we're talking about Cronus, but it is a fair thing to bring up when you talk about the way the terms of service are treated when it's convenient for square enix if you used ACT, it's kind of treated as a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, okay. If you're using the party finder and you're in the other category, you know, the people looking for other, if you're looking for dungeon content or raid content or this or fate content, you're never going to go to the other tab. Like it's, you're not even going to show. So sure. Go ahead. Do RP there, even though you're not allowed to wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know, just don't say all the, you know, Oh, this is where I always do it. You know, if you treat one thing that way, it's it's inevitable that other things are going to to be treated that way as well. And in this case, it shouldn't even be treated that way. No, we right? shouldn't. The dude yeah, just wanted somebody to fish with, Kronos. <laughs> yeah, the, the issue, like I said, is just like the, their rules are are never going to be clear. Like they're just they're not going to change it. They haven't changed it in forever. Like I said, the, I'm not kidding when I say the rule essentially states. If we feel like we want to ban you, we can ban you. I mean, it's just, I, I, I disagree. There's there's just a lot of inconsistencies across the table when it comes to bans in general. Um, and and then like when you want to track down, like I said earlier, like how like you even got banned. Sometimes that's even hard to do, you know. And and obviously like these people didn't deserve the warnings they got. And I'm I'm hoping these ones will get taken away. Maybe they already have. But um yeah, it's just it's a problem with their rules. Um, and they maybe maybe like a GM training thing too. I don't know, but like I hope they fix their rules. But I'm not gonna hold my breath. I mean, they've been this way for seven years. 
Well, to update you there, it seems that this particular fire, after it burned the house down, the embers were put out with some Square Enix water. Um, In-game support did contact the person I was referencing in our first story that uh, kind of incited the whole thing, or at least, you know, dropped the match on the already there gasoline. Hello, and thank you for your GM call. We sincerely appreciate your desire to share your concerns regarding a game master's conduct, and we apologize for any inconvenience this has caused you. Based on the provided information, we will be reviewing the behavior of the game master in question, and we will be taking the necessary actions to correct and resolve any mistakes that were made on their behalf, in addition to taking the necessary steps to prevent any future mistakes from happening. In regards to your inquiry about the party finder function policy, Comments are allowed to be posted as long as they do not contain or promote any material that is in violation of the FF14 user agreement. For further details regarding the FF14 user agreement, as well as a list of prohibited activities, we recommend consulting the Square Enix support site at link. Uh, We take these concerns very seriously, so we appreciate you contacting us uh, for this matter, should you have any further concerns. And while that's a great reply, it also says, you know, refer to the terms of service, which... We've just been pointing out. We can out. enforce whenever we want. Right. Um, but there's also fo- follow-up screenshots of a GM conversation uh, saying, wonderful, this is such good news. I will admit it was a shock to be sanctioned for this. To clarify for my own sake, if you would, I am able to use Party Finder Other Tab to advertise my venue as long as it follows the guidelines, correct? Uh, you are too kind. I apologize. I got kicked for a bit, but I'm back now. It's all right. It happens to me. And the GM replies, yes, to your question. That is correct. However, I still need to strongly encourage you to review and follow the guidelines to avoid violating any of our rules. Uh, I apologize once again for the confusion and any inconvenience this caused. Were there any other questions or concerns I could answer for you? So RP in the other tab has been restored to its former glory. Uh, and being able to be used. And I think we just sum this up with, if you want to RP, go RP. I hate people that are judging the, the whole situation. Like, judge the situation, not... So dumb. There's like post after post well, that, of people just lambasting RPs. You want to fucking... You, you don't pay my yeah, sub, right? Say. Hashtag you don't pay my sub. You want RP? Yeah. Go RP. God bless you. Have fun. I'm probably going to watch if you record it on YouTube. <laughs> uh, just have a blast. Don't worry about it. I'm glad that this got resolved. But the final question does come down to something you've already alluded to, Kronos. Is it going to change? Like, Will the terms of service be a little more clear on this particular issue? Because one, I don't know if it will. And two... If it does, it certainly isn't going to be anytime soon because SE moves stupid slow on terms of service updates. Yeah, I just I don't see it happening. I mean, like this is definitely the biggest issue that's happened with this in a while, for sure. But there's always little issues here and there. Like I, I I've seen a ban for all sorts of stuff, and I just don't think that that's going to change anytime soon. I think you just have to play by their really vague rules. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Tark, you in agreement? Uh, yeah, I'm in agreement. Um, I just, you know, we talk a lot about how 14 has this great community, but this is really kind of open to wound where 
we have these people that are harassing our peers now. They're pointing the finger and saying it's your fault. You guys are obese and have no social skills. You're just doing this in the game. And like you said, let them RP. Let them play the game how they want in this space. As long as they're not harassing you or inconveniencing you, what do you care? So that's that's the part that rubs me the wrong way uh, for this whole drama. Yeah, and you know what? Like, here's the thing, right? I wouldn't. I, I'm not really into RP, so I certainly wouldn't be into ERP. But I don't even have a problem with a group of adults wanting to use this as ERP. The problem mm -hmm. with that becomes you don't have a really nice way of verifying that everybody's an adult uh, sure. in, in the room. And that's a whole separate can of worms that we're just not going to get into here because it doesn't bear yeah. any relevance on what we wanted to talk about here. But yeah, I, I, even ERP might not be my thing, but God bless you. If you're all over 18 and you're all legal and consenting and it, fine, go rub Mithra tails. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> go, go do your thing. Uh, but in this environment where you, you know, it's online. You don't know uh, if, and hell, if you do know and you're okay with messing with minors, then we've got a whole nother problem. So there's, that's a, like a multi-path thing all the way down. Don't do it. If you're all over 18, God bless. And, and entwine your tails in massive ecstasy. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> what, Kronos? I mean, what? I, uh, you just keep saying that. I hey. don't know. Vieira <laughs> rabbit ears. Hey, what's up? Because you can't help but envision it when I say it. <laughs> I just want to play the game, dude. <laughs> just play the game. I just want to run a dungeon, Mike. Leave me alone. <laughs> Whole milk is now leaving the show to go join ERP discords. Didn't realize hey. that there was Mithra tail on the line. Um, but no, I mean, I echo what y'all are saying though. Like, yeah. I think. There's a spot, a space for everyone in the game, and they should have a, they have a right to that space. Yeah, as long as it's like within you know reason and legal. So and legal, yeah, yeah. legal, legal. Yeah. Uh, this isn't directly 14, but uh, I thought it was funny that the article used mostly 14 pictures. Um, and this was actually last month. So if you don't know what the <laughs> I don't, if you've never been in video production of anyway, whether it's this or a TV show or a radio show or whatever, there's always something that producers keep on file called the evergreen file. That's off to the side, and it's just news stories and odds and ends that you could cover them today or you could cover them three months from now when you have 10 minutes to fill in your show. Well, these were two items that were in my evergreen file for the Relic Grind. And I had him on last week's show. Then the state of play exploded what we were covering on last week's show. So I did want to come back to them. These are articles from the Square Enix website itself back in early February. And we're going to go through one here because they list the six best Final Fantasy summons. Now, when I see that article headline on Square Enix's website, I take it seriously. Like yeah, that that do. is not that you do not play around with that one, Adam. This isn't Relic Grind Radio's six best Final Fantasy summons piece. No, this is Square Enix. <laughs> and granted it's written written by a specific author, Duncan Heaney. Credit where due. Uh but here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Did you guys peek at the list? I, I think you might have. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. looked at it. Yeah. I have. 
All right, so chat, I'm going to tell you, start guessing what summons you think are the six best summons in all of Final Fantasy. Six best summons. By the way, this is all the same category, whether you call them espers, uh, aeons, eidolons, icons, what summons. Summons. Tell me, who do you think made... You don't have to name them all. Just give me some. Who do you think made the six best of all time? I'm going to give you the first one. And I don't think there's any surprise here, gentlemen. Ifrit. Yeah. Ifrit. Who looks pretty badass in 14, who looks badass in the 16 trailer. Does Ifrit, Tark, make your top six summons of all time for Final Fantasy? See, I feel this article's a little bit clickbait because my definition of best... No such thing as clickbait when you're talking about the Square Enix website. It's all 100% hard-hitting journalism. <laughs> okay. This should be six most iconic. This list is the most iconic. So when you think Final Fantasy summons and you're saying, what's the most iconic? Okay, this list I can get behind. But it's not my best. I... Yeah, but Man. that's not what this article's headline says. That's not what the author says. The author says there are loads of summons in the Final Fantasy series, and we wanted to highlight just a few of our favorites. See, there we go. It's not the best of their favorites. It's not the best. What? Not the best. What? That doesn't make any sense. What you just said. It's like not your, favorite. your favorite. It's not your favorite cola is not the best cola, according to you. Of course it is. Same thing. <laughs> I agree with him a little bit on the it's iconic your, thing, it's though. Your opinion. I, I I do feel like it was a little bit of a more of like these are the iconic summons list. Ninja yeah. guessing but, Shiva I mean, and Leviathan for two of them. We'll see. I I think Ifrit gets I think Ifrit gets a spot there. Whether you want to it, talk it iconic yeah. or best, I think Ifrit's there. It has to be. If, if it's if it's iconic, I understand. No, you review. can't change the list, guys. No, no, I, I'm just saying. I, I, if you're going by the all, all I'm saying is not, it wouldn't be on my list for best. Okay, that's, that, all that, that's what I'm, I'm asking. But, your personal asking, list of yeah. top six summons in the game, does Ifrit make your list, Tarkov? No. No. Kronos, no. He does make no. mine. He does make mine. Sorry. He just does. No, it's fair. Next up, Ninja, you got this one. Shiva, I'll go first. Shiva absolutely makes my top six of all time list. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Maybe number one. Maybe. Maybe. She's, she's in the running for number one for me. One of my all-time favorite summons in multiple games. Tark is, like, disgusted. You... Uh, I'm sorry. Should we put more clothes iconic. on her? Is it the fact that she's an almost iconic? naked woman bothering you? Is it iconic? Sure. No, stop. No. <laughs> you can't change the headline. Shiva doesn't make your top either. All right, Kronos, you? Yeah, it should be in mine. All right. For sure. Oh, man. <laughs> this one, um, I don't think I would have guessed. I don't think I would have guessed this one as being on this list because this is a definite no for me. I love them. Love them to death. Think they're yeah. awesome. But I do not put Tonberry in my top six summons of Final Fantasy. Tark, it's a great you, boss fight in the 7 remake. Yeah. Tark, you're, you're saying no. no too? No. Kronos? In either best or iconic. 
See, to me, to me, this one doesn't count. It's in one, it's a summon in one game. It's an enemy. I don't know. It's weird. I don't. I wouldn't count Tom Berry as a summon. It wouldn't be on my list. Yeah, wouldn't make mine either. Wouldn't make mine either. I mean, he's cute as hell, and they're deadly, and I love them, and I'm afraid of them, yeah. and but no, no. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb for this next one and say that it is a yes for all three of us. I believe this one will probably be a yes for all three of us. Yes. Darkoth, Odin. Yes. Kronos? Yeah, 100%. Odin might be my favorite. Yeah, so, Odin yeah. is up there too for me, like competing with Shiva for the top of my my top six, best six list. Odin definitely up there. Uh, I am a, primarily, and uh, Adam knows this, a mono lightning guy. When I play dual element decks, it's always lightning something. So maybe Ramu makes my list. I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to make mine a little mystery here. You guys guess. Is Ramu in my top six? Uh, I would say yes in yours. Yes. I'm going to say no. I think Odin's the reason you play lightning. Odin is the reason. Well, Odin's not the reason I play lightning. I like the play style of lightning. It's just fortunate that Odin's in it. Ramu does yeah, not make so. my top six. What about you? It wouldn't be on mine either. I like Ramu though. Ramu's like right outside, I think. I, I really do like Ramu. He would be in my most iconic and in Oh my six. god, let the iconic <laughs> go. list go. Nope. We're not doing that nope. one. <laughs> We're not doing that list, you butthead. <laughs> Last one from their list, Bahamut. Or Bahamut, depending on whatever you prefer. Dark? 100% on the list. Oliver, 100%. Kronos? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely on mine too. Yeah, I think it is too. So, out of the six, for me, uh, I end up in agreeing, in agreeing four of them, four of the six. I don't think Tonberry should be there, and I don't think Ramu should be there. Tarkoth, you walked away with two on the list, possibly a third. Yeah, I got three on there. Odin, Rama, and Bahamut. I'd round mine out with uh, Anima, and I'm super excited he's coming back in Endwalker. Uh, Alexander. Wait a minute. What? So, Tom Berry's is goofy to be on the list because it's a summon in one game. No, it's it's goofy to be on the list because it's an enemy for most games. They happen to make it a summon. I, I I give him a pass on that one, honestly. Because to me, Tom Anima's Berry badass. Is like, like Anima is yeah, super Anima's badass. badass. You're not going to get any argument from me yeah. on the list. To, to me, like Tonberry and Moogle, while they exist as summons in other games, are more of like iconic, like in it, like yeah, Chocobo things. should not be on this Chocobos. list either. Yeah, like those are like things in the game. Those those aren't really like to me. Those aren't so like Shiva, Ifrit, right? right? Those are all summons, right? Those are consistent. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, yeah, Tonberry, Moogle, and Choco Mog exist as summons in other games but to me that that's like a weird line like i i push them on the other side of the line kind of thing yeah i'm with you there so who are the other two tarkoth anima and who else uh alexander and leviathan yeah i could i could see an argument for alexander i don't know if i go with leviathan i think i think leviathan for you is shiva for me it's the one okay, that's like enough. that's one of your personal favorites and so yeah. it makes the list um what about you, Kronos? The one yeah, so missing from the list for you. I think I agree with four, right? So I think I have two yeah. left. Alexander is definitely one of mine. I like Alexander a lot. 
And then my last one would probably be like Hades. I really like Hades. I know that doesn't appear very often, Good but call. I've always liked that summon. I like Glacia Lobolus, but that's a summon. Uh, in, you know, I like a hitting a doll forward for 7k and discarding a we card. Might, we might get that yeah. in the expansion. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to go into depth on this one, but the other article that was on the Square Enix website was five of the best Square Enix frenemies. Frenemies. Uh, number the, the they lead off with Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, to which I just say that is only there because you need to advertise badly. Yep, exactly. Uh, they go with Arden and Noctis, Gladiolus, Ig Ignis, and Prompto. So basically, the Bro Squad. And Arden, uh, which okay, whatever. Sure. Laura and Anna in Rise of the Tomb Raider, okay, sure. But then the next two are absolutely oh yeah. If they weren't on this list, I would question the authors. <laughs> Squall yeah. and Cipher from Final Fantasy VIII, no doubt, right, gents? Yeah. Yep. And then of course, Zidane and Steiner. Oh, they have the best dynamic. Yeah. No, no doubt. So check out those articles. They were from early February, just some fun stuff. All right, let's finish. I, I, would, add in, I would add in Kane and Cecil on that. Is that on your iconic list? Yeah, that would be on my <laughs> Is yeah. that on your exactly. iconic frenemies list? <laughs> I put that in before Marvel's Avengers. For crying out loud. Is that on your iconic frenemies list? Yes. Uh, all right. Before we uh, call it a show and turn it over to Faye for streaming, let's talk about some other Square Enix news uh, outside of 14. Square Enix has inked a deal with Forever Entertainment. If you don't know them, they did the Panzer Dragoon remake. Now you know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. To remake some of its catalog. Quote, the purpose of the agreement is to create and release multiple games, remakes, of one Square Enix Japan IP. So we're going to get remakes, Ooh. multiple games, in one Square Enix IP. Now these are a ways off. We don't know what they are. So let's speculate. Tarkoth, what is it? Yeah! Oh, what I want or what it should be? Both. Which one's most <laughs> iconic and which is the best? <laughs> the most iconic? I want to know which one's the best, Redo. but not your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> what they should do? Chrono series. Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross. What I want? Legacy of Kane series. So that is fair. I would love to see Legacy of Kane, but I I just don't know. Um, that ironically you say that because that is the one that I would want the most mm. is the Legacy of Kane series being remade. Um, do you count that as like is there they very specifically say Square Enix of Japan IP? They don't just say Square Enix. So I don't know like the ownership or what they considered because that technically isn't Square Enix of Japan. It wasn't of their creation. It was acquired through the Crystal sure. Dynamics purchase. Yeah. Um, so does Square Enix of Japan hold the IP? Does Square Enix hold the IP? Like, I don't know. 
Uh, and rather than get bogged down in that minutia, I would love Legacy of Cain. That would be a whole new audience. I love vampires to begin with. We all know that. Uh, sad face, bloodlines too. Um, you fourteen. Yeah. Um, so I would love that. Chrono. The the only thing I and I I would I'm all for a Chrono uh, Trigger and Chrono Cross remake, but like and they certainly need help, right? Because they did the the port of it onto Steam and and mobile, and that's just horrendous um, yeah. for Chrono Trigger. But I don't know. Do you sign a company for two? And then advertise that they're going to do multiple games. Like, you, do you say the term multiple games when you're talking about two? I think you just say two games. Yeah, maybe. At, at that point. I don't know. I, I kind of hope they don't do Chrono Trigger, honestly. Like, if for, maybe I'm like a boomer in this case, I guess. I don't know. Like, I think the Chrono Trigger, like the old Super Nintendo is like perfect as is. Like it's like one of the closest games to perfection that I can think of. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm absolutely um, with you. I would so good. I would rather see a Chrono Cross remake than a Chrono yeah. Trigger okay. remake. Yeah, and and then like I think uh, I dug a little deeper into this too. I think like they also said that they get like half the profits from this game, which yep. makes me think, which makes me mm -hmm. think they're not going to get anything that big, right? Like you're not sure. getting Final okay. Fantasy, right? Like you're not like I think they're going to give them something. So so my guess, like my my shot in the dark. Is like Dragon Guard or something like that, something smaller. How, how many were the? There were three, weren't there? I think there were three. Yeah, I think there were three. Yeah, there were three Dragon Guards. Um, I think Chrono Series is the one that a lot of people have been talking about, though. So I think it's getting some like some traction. I know we talked about this like the last show briefly. It might have been like after the show, but Parasite Eve's probably one of the ones that that was on my list. Yep, that's on my list too. So and um, and I was gonna give this later, but you already gave it. So as as part of this story too, under the terms of the agreement, Forever Entertainment will receive more than fifty percent of the revenue from each game sold across all platforms. And I don't know if that necessarily disqualifies the more popular IPs. I will say that, is, that I'm with you and I don't know they're not getting Final Fantasy. That's not going right, to happen. Yeah. Square is going to do its own remakes for whatever they're going to do remakes for. But I don't think it excludes Dragon Quest. I think we could I see like 1 through 6 of Dragon Quest or 1 through 5 of Dragon Quest remade. That would be as much as I love Dragon Quest, that is my least preferred option though. I want this to be Parasite Eve or Legacy of Kane. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't think I'm right, but I would love it to be one of those two. I, I even have, I even have Front Mission and and the Ogre series on here as possible. So that I, mean, I think Front Mission would be far more likely than the Ogre series. I think yeah. Parasite Eve's a strong contender though right now with all the hype about Silent Hill not becoming a thing, maybe becoming a thing, could be a thing, was a thing, not a thing. You know. You're seeing a lot of, you know, survival horror making... The, I think the Resident Evil remakes are yeah. a huge reason why somebody like Square Enix might be like, we need to remake our Parasite Eves. Yeah, my, my, only, yeah. my only reason my guess is Guard is because, like, the Nier series is very popular now. Yeah. And I feel like those are a set of games a lot of people didn't play. Yep. And they technically relate to the game. Like, they're yeah. set in the same universe, mm -hmm. so... I don't know. I, that, that's just my guess. It just seems like something they would do. Like it seems like a, a project they would just like shift off and tell someone to make for them. I agree. Speaking of remakes, the Final Fantasy VII remake was in fact March's free one of March's free PSN games for the PS4, but it comes with a little bit of a caveat on it. 
It won't be eligible for the free PS5 upgrade if you claim it for free via the PS4. The rumor is you'll probably get some type of discount, uh, but you're still going to pay. And by the way, of course, you won't be able to play the Yuffie DLC until you do that, until you do that upgrade. So, yeah, like I get why they did it, but I kind of like, if you're going to give it away, then just give it away. Um, if you want to buy it, <laughs> I'm seeing it discounted like everywhere, by the way. Sometimes, oh, yeah. Like, over 50% just- off in some places. Places are right now is like fifty percent off of most of Final Fantasy titles. Yep, go check it out if you you're interested. What's it? Oh yeah, this is the face palm news. Oh god, like Faye is People already here on my Discord. I can see her and her lovely mustache, <laughs> and uh, she's just grinning. Uh, you're you're gonna love this, Faye. You're gonna love this. Trust me. From Game Rant. Man arrested for sending myriads of death threats to Square Enix. You're going to love this, gang. Here's why. A couple days ago, Toshiyuki Khan was arrested following death threats sent to Square Enix last November. Had a total of 37 threats made via the Dragon Quest of the Stars website. That's the mobile game. Citing his frustrations with the game as the motivation behind his actions. Some of the threats are phrases including, why can't I win? And I'm going to kill the person who set the game up this way. No one was harmed. Police were able to get the suspect before they could do anything. Kronos apparently not very happy that wasn't getting the pools from the gotcha system. And, uh, yeah. So, let's send them death threats. It's just a game, people. Yeah. I love video games, but they're their games. And it's a gotcha game. Just put the game down. It's designed to get your money. (sighs) This is true. I hate this world. Have I mentioned that? Uh, has anybody played Bravely Default enough to want to give a review or a mini review or thoughts? I've only watched my roommate play. I'm waiting for him to finish it so I can play his copy. Okay, so <laughs> nice. you haven't played it all yet. Tark, have you played Bravely I, Default no, at all? No, sir. All right, we'll save it for next week then. Uh, I have played it, but I'm yeah. not far enough. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Let's leave it at that. I uh, just wanted okay. to check with you, cats. But before we go, let's do give a little bit of our Outriders demo review. Again, we're at the end of the show, so... Just kind of sum up briefly maybe your favorite things, maybe things you're looking forward to, and your gripes, Kronos. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was about what I expected. Um, I didn't. I won't really say that like it made me more or less hype. Like I'm probably about same as I was before, but I'm glad that like it didn't go down. Um, I think it was fun. It was really fun to play with you guys too. Like just teaming up as three and uh, fighting bosses. The only like frustration I think I really had was like the cover system was kind of unresponsive to me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and today they had released a a Reddit post about this stuff. Some some changes they're going to be making to the demo via a patch, and then some things they're looking at more long term. The cover system was one bugs with certain locations on the cover system, the responsiveness of the cover system. So that was one of the things the three of us said right off the bat. Like 
You would yeah. run into the subtitles were not perfect. Ninja, you're right. That is something that's addressed in their post as well, that they're going to be working on subtitles and the timing of the subtitles, which I think was more egregious than anything. Uh, but we had issues with the cover mechanic. Like you felt like you should just run. And if you click it as you get there, cover, but you actually had to like come to a stop and then go into cover. So it was, they're working on that. They can't fix shaky cam <laughs> in the cutscenes. That bothered me when we were streaming it too. They are going to look at trying to reduce it uh, in the when the game is actually released. So I like that they did seem to be addressing either via a demo patch or we've heard enough about this that we're looking for solutions to it. That even the things that I didn't like about the game, I'm very happy to see most people didn't like them, so they will probably be altered or edited in the future. Uh, I'm still hyped for the game too, Kronos. I'm right with you. Like, it didn't go up, didn't go down. I enjoyed our time. I didn't want to spend too much time in it, though, because I, I want to, you know, play the game when it comes out. Uh, I think the demo was a perfect length. You have, like, three hours of story slash side quest, and then you could do that three or four times if you wanted to play through all the classes. Uh, just to get a feel for the classes. I think it was a perfect length for you to get a feel of of the whole game. Uh, very well done. Looking forward to it. Tark, you get the final word on this one. Uh, I'm giving it currently an 8 out of 10. Uh, I found, just like you said, the length was just perfect. Um, you know, level 7, you get a, a taste. Um, I've done actual farming in it. Some of the mods in there are pretty awesome. Like, my trickster slash and I can do that twice before it goes on cooldown. I'm like, that's like game changing. So if they keep doing that stuff with the gear and the mods, uh, I'm, I'm pretty hyped for it. And I'm, I'm realizing as I keep playing it, that cover is not for us. It's for the enemies to hide from us. <laughs> that's what it's for. Our job is to be aggressive and go after them. Well, I mean, they weren't kidding in the trailers when they said cover is for cowards. Exactly. They were like, it just doesn't work. You're not going <laughs> to. We'll discourage you from going into cover Kronos by breaking it. Uh, no, well, I'm looking. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I think they did yeah. solid. Let's uh, wrap this up with our uh, love it or leave it. Since we are talking about Bravely Default 2, a Switch game, and the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, at least until next month, uh, having been an exclusive for the Sony PlayStation consoles for the last year. Uh, when it comes to Square Enix, gentlemen, where do you stand on console exclusivity? Do you like it? Love it? Leave it? What do you want to do with it, Tarkov, when it comes to Square Enix? And particularly even like remakes of classic games being console exclusive. Well, we've kind of gone over this before, but um, I'm going to leave it. Um, yeah, we did it in the context of a different discussion. I wanted to push it yeah. into its own love it or leave it. Sure. I, I don't like it. Um, I, I'm going to leave it. I think games should be put out to the most amount of people for them to enjoy th this, this art form. Um, when it's exclusive like this, you, you restrict its access because um, not everyone has the financial means to get every single console that's available. Um, I get it if it's like a handhold or like, you know, Bravely Default. Uh, the first one was on the DS. I get that because you're not going to port that. Well, over there is the no DS. competition for the DS anymore. Yeah, exactly. 
So, so like, if but, you're going to go handheld, it's either DS or mobile. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't like it. I like it uh, the most amount of people to, to play. So if I like it, I want to be able to share that with someone that maybe has an Xbox or just has a PC. We should all be able to access this this art form that we all love and hold near and dear to our hearts. Tarkov of the very can't we all just get along console wars uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kronos? So I'm, I'm assuming that's a leave it then. Leave it, yep. Okay, Kronos, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's it's going to be leave it. I, I understand why they, why it still exists, but up to, up to the point now where I just want everything to be playable on everything and have cross-play. Like, everything should have cross-play and everything should be playable on everything. I know there's that's never going to happen with, like, Nintendo and stuff, but I, you two I'm kind of past. You two are like yeah, the, the passive hippies. You've got the <laughs> the flower in your ear. Can't we all just cross-play and play together? Fuck it, I love it. Make them more exclusive. Put them on oh, systems yeah. nobody can yeah. get. And put them. All right. Yeah. PS6. It's already out. I got it. You don't. No. No. <laughs> We're looking for a new host for the Rattlesign, <laughs> by the way. I'm sorry, you're off your own show. I actually don't really have a problem <laughs> with console exclusivity, um, but that's because I am fortunate enough to work in an industry where I have access to it, regardless of yeah. what platform it's on. Uh, and so that's a bit of, you know, self-indulgence. It really doesn't matter to me type deal. But me personally. So the I'm, I'll say the professional in me says, leave it. You got to leave it. It's we're done with that era. We are done with that. Enough is cross-play that it should just all be cross-play at this point. So, But let us know what you think in the comments below about any of our topics today, whether you're on our YouTube channel or on our uh uh, website readycheckradio.com R A I D E O. You just caught a glimpse of Shill Mike in deep below the surface. Yeah, make them all exclusive, damn it. Everything. Make it exclusive to just my phone. How's that? <laughs> Only my phone. I'll get Faye. She could just code in on every game. It's exclusive to Mike's phone. Speaking of Faye, she'll be streaming next chats. So don't go anywhere. We'll go dark for a few minutes while we reset the stream for her. How are you, Miss Faye? I am well. How about you, Mick? You're going to make all the games exclusive for just my cell phone, right? Absolutely. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. What are you playing See, tonight? I, uh, I assume to with the, the mustache. Ones. Yes, it is mustache time. We're going a little casual Friday with the sweater tonight because, you know, I was feeling a little too buttoned up with the suit this week. But we are back Back on our mustache checks. So get ready for more me dying in as many stupid ways as we possibly can and some good story times. Moving forward in Outer Worlds, chat, bring your mustache. We'll be back next Thursday. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you, my friend? Well, yeah, same as always. Uh, Twitter below. Can listen to me complain. (laughs) I do it a lot. Tarkov? Twitch, Twitter at Tarkoth Gaming, uh, inside Final Fantasy XIV on Excalibur, Tarkoth Solo, and here on Saturday nights, Ready Check Radio, uh, where I hopefully will be over being sad with Dragon Quest XI. Oh man, he's plugging his character's name. He's looking for people to RP with. My he's name's Mike. Delirium Savage. Delirium Savage. Savage. <laughs> uh, hit me up. I now have time. <laughs> Finished. Um- I'm Mike Byrne. I don't have time to get my intro now. Twitter there, RC Radio Twitter. Until next week, stay safe, and we'll see you out on those Final Fantasy XIV servers. Later. Later.